Now, of course, you know, every single Friday, our friends at Local Waste give us an opportunity. They roll out the carpet, if you will, to give us a chance to blow off a little steam. It's a Friday tradition that we call Trash Talk! Yeah, this one from Brad, who wrote in to say uh, non-political trash talk for you, right? Because there's a lot of shit on the political front that is just garbage. This is about workplace etiquette. Like, if you empty the water jug, replace it with a fucking full one. Oh, and by the way, parents, this trash talk in particular, not safe for work, not suitable for kids. You're about to hear a few things that'll be new to your young ones, and we don't want them learning it on Real Talk. So this is the NSFW adult version of trash talk to the max back to brad he says replace the water jug with a full one if you use a coffee mug plate or fork wash it dry it put it away if you use the toilet fucking flush it if you plug the toilet use the plunger beside who is brad working with he says and if you use the last of the toilet paper please fucking replace it this is not rocket science your mom doesn't work here to clean up after you so put on your adult pants and clean up after yourself that from Beer Leaguer Brad. This one from Scott, who simply says, Jesperson, the Olympics just started, and I'd like to say a few words about them. Corrupted, exploitative, and expensive as fuck. Thank you for your time from Patreon boss Scott, who will not be watching the Olympics. Hang on a second. I just threw out a trash truck. I got to go get it. Emily, Okay, good. I got the trash talk back. I didn't want to throw this one away before I had a chance to read it, and I've done that. I've done exactly that. Tyler. Tyler, it was yours I just had to recover from across the room. I hope it's worth it. Just kidding. It made it through our vetting process already, which means it's automatically worth it. Tyler says, I'm sick and tired of people telling me what to do. Colleges offering degrees to the so-called educational elite. These pricks always saying things like, don't eat rat poison, Tyler, or don't play in traffic, Tyler. Fuck the rules, says Tyler. I'm sick of governments always looking out for the common good. Licenses to operate vehicles? Bullshit. If my nine-year-old wants to drive an 18-wheel tandem trailer hauling 30,000 bushels of lentils down White Avenue, she has every right to do so. Freedom! And don't you tell me she's too small. She can't see over the steering wheel, and she has no aptitude to operate it. She has every right to cause mayhem and destruction. Tyler says, coots forever. Rules never. Unless you're not white, then you're really fucked. That signed off from Tyler. I see what you did there, pal. How about this one from Aaron, who says, clearly my voice and the majority of Albertans right now means nothing to this government. I mean, what kind of health minister starts to remove programs that limits the chance of spread with zero science to back it up? What's wrong with you people that you choose the vocal minority over the reasonable majority. Profits over people? With our limited testing, we're still at 40% positivity. We have zero access to rapid tests, and we can't even pick up PCR tests without having to pay for them. There's a special place in hell for these people, and history will not be kind. What about this one from Janine, who says, What's happening? My own province is ruled by a coward and a bunch of brainless liars. I mean, there's a hundred bullies at the border and they're allowed to call the shots when thousands of parents want this draft curriculum trash. Thousands more don't want coal mining in our Rocky Mountains or to pay for park access or to have utility or car insurance doubling. Get this scumbag back to Ottawa, Janine says. 
That actually kind of made me feel a little bit better. Happy to help, Janine. What about this one from Joan, who says, These protests, including in Ottawa, ridiculous. And quite frankly, they're making us look stupid, especially here in Alberta. I worry that the world will judge all Albertans by the actions of these selfish people. Our premier has emboldened these hooligans, and as they hold us hostage, they now believe that they're in charge, that they can break the law, threaten violence, spew their hatred, and do so with the consent and maybe even the subtle blessing of the Alberta government. Any other group would be ticketed, charged, and removed, period. How about Jody Gondek, the mayor of Calgary yesterday? I love that. Charge him and get him out of there, she says. Joan says, once again, I'm saddened by the state of my province. I don't know who the premier's listening to. Surely not the vast majority of us who are law-abiding, vaccinated, and just trying to keep each other safe. I implore everybody to use whatever influence you have to force this premier to take action and stop this now. That from Joan in Calgary. How about this one from Adrian who wrote in to say, after a bad cold, as a teen, my immune system went into overdrive and I developed type 1 diabetes. At 15, a month before my first day of high school, a doctor at the hospital told me I had to bleed out my fingers and take four or five needles a day for the rest of my life to live. And I didn't completely understand the science, but I sucked it up and I did it. Now doctors around the world telling us to take three needles to help save hospitals, to avoid getting run over by a pandemic. And these guys are running all the way to Ottawa crying about it just because you don't understand the science? You're being babies. My baby took her vaccine like a champ. So you're just a bunch of dingholes. That's a new one from Adrian. He says, do what the doctors say, like we've done for a long time, so we can all stay healthy and cared for. And then Adrian has a bunch of nice things to say and praise about Real Talk, but this is not the time for that. And finally, a personal note from me. So you've got the Saskatchewan Member of Parliament alongside, well, another one called Andrew Shear. You remember him, the milk-guzzling guy that lost the election to Justin Trudeau, as Peter McKay said, missed scoring on an empty net? Well, check this out. The Saskatchewan MP yesterday meeting with the truckers telling them that they've been fighting for freedom, right? This is Kevin Waugh. He's a conservative MP out of Saskatchewan. Says these are the guys that have been keeping grocery shelf stock. They've been keeping the supply chain going over the past couple of years. So I fired back and I said, there's been millions of hardworking, patriotic Canadians, vaxxed truckers included, who did everything they could to protect the vulnerable through two years of a pandemic. The Conservative Party of Canada appears to be done flirting with the fringe they've just hopped right into bed together well i get a response from this guy i don't typically amplify stuff like this but dutch snake eyes says to me hey jesperson you stupid fucking chimpanzee go suck a dick freedom will win and all you hosers who think that that can be easily taken away are mistaken it's disgusting to know that all the lives lost in world war ii to protect it are being thrown away by socialist pricks Now, typically, that type of tweet wouldn't see the light of day on a show like this, but especially the homophobic stuff, right? I mean, is there anything more pathetic than a loud, angry, anonymous keyboard warrior like that clown, Dutch Snake Eyes? But here's where it got me. I mean, here's what prompted me to personally chime in on Trash Talk. It's the World War II reference. You know, the twisted, misguided, ignorant interpretation of what freedom is all about. What's this guy angry about, right? Like, what prompted him to fire up his 1987 Ford Aerostar minivan and drive it all the way to Ottawa and protest? Vaccine mandates? 
wearing masks in tight indoor spaces, right? Concerted efforts to keep scheduled surgeries on track and healthcare workers just one hair shy of being completely overwhelmed. Uh, the numbers don't lie. Uh, dozens of people are still dying every single day across this country. And this twerp thinks it has something to do with socialism. <laughs> this is the type of guy, had he been alive back in 1940, 1941 or so, would have turned on his porch lights in the middle of a mandated blackout because of freedom, right? This is the guy that would have put his entire city at risk of an air attack with those porch lights blazing a trail for enemy bombers because of personal freedom, right? You can't tell me to keep my lights off. You can't tell me to live in the dark. I got my freedom. Keep the sacrifice of our brave soldiers out of your mouth when you're bitching that you can't walk into a 7-Eleven to pick up another three-day-old hoagie sub for supper without a mask till Omicron calms down, all right? You degenerate. You selfish. You're not a hero, and you deserve to hear about it, Dutch Snake Eyes, so beat it! Hey, if you have some, you got to get off your chest these are all real emails except for that one i wrote that one talk at ryanjesperson.com is where you can find us as mentioned we're taking a few days off to let sam and kelly celebrate we're so happy for them may love rule we're back on thursday and next week you're not going to want to miss b Meyer. how's this a feel-good feature her new book how dogs make us better humans that's coming up next week on real talk make it a great weekend everybody and we'll talk to See you soon.